0: Hey guys, this is Ralph Macho. Hey, what's up, y'all? This is William Zapka. If you're listening to Cobra Kai Companion, the podcast. Welcome to an episode of Cobra Kai Companion. This is actually a bonus episode. I'm your host, Peter. Today, I'm going to be kind of giving my thoughts on the recent release of Blue Beetle. Uh, This is DC's first Latino-led superhero movie. Uh, The cast is predominantly Latinx as well. In the cast, we have Shola Mardueña, who plays Jaime Reyes. He's also Blue Beetle. Uh, I also know him mostly from Cobra Kai, uh, as Miguel Diaz. Uh, Bruna Marquezini. Marquezini uh, she plays Jenny Cord. She is uh, Susan Sarandon's character, Victoria's niece. Um, she is also the daughter of Ted. We may touch on that. We'll see. Um, Jaime's Jaime's... I'm sorry, I keep saying Jaime because I knew somebody uh, with the name Jaime. Um, Adriana Barreza, uh, who plays uh, Jaime's grandmother, AKA Nana. Um, a lot of the cast, they are uh, Mexican actors, and um, uh, some of them are actually directors as well, including Adriana. Um, Damien Alcazar uh, plays Jaime's father, Alberto. Uh, he has been in a number of uh, television shows and, and film. Um, one of the antagonists, um, he is Ignacio Car- uh, Carapax, uh, played by Raul Trujillo. Uh, I mentioned Susan Sarandon. She is um, kind of, uh, she, she she's the quote-unquote villain of, of the film. And also Jenny's uh, aunt, which I mentioned. Um, Jaime's uncle Rudy is played by George Lopez. And also Jaime's sister is played by Belisa Escobedo, uh, who plays uh, Mil- Milagro. Um, Also uh, noting here, uh, Elpedia Carrillo as Rocio, his mother. Um, She was in the OG Predator movie, Um, also a a veteran um, Mexican actress uh, in in a number of film and and television. Uh, This is also directed by Puerto Rican uh, director Ángel Manuel uh, Soto. I'm not familiar with his work um but this 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 movie you guys it it seems like a veteran actor he has a lot of uh, credits under his name but um uh, again nothing I'm familiar with so I'm going to kind of start off with like a non-spoiler review of the film uh and then I'll kind of get into details and my thoughts on some of the just some of the sequences of, of the movie so this is going to be a mini review um when I give or after I give my mini non-spoiler review I will uh, play a clip I will kind of give you a break uh, in the event you have not seen the film to give you a chance to go and see the film before you come back and uh, finish up hearing my thoughts on uh, on the details. So in this film we have again predominantly a uh, Latinx uh, cast and this is a, um, a newer superhero and gonna be uh I guess there's reports that james Gunn is James Gunn and uh peter safran uh they said that this would be part of the d c u and uh, they have future plans for the franchise, but it's not connected to any of the prior d c e u films and they have a quote here that this film it lives in the world where superheroes exist. But that doesn't mean that a certain event or a certain uh, alliance or certain things from the past dictate where our film is going. And if anyone's seen Flash, they kind of explain that with the um, the different um, uh, universes and whatnot. But the main thing that I like mostly about this film is that it's it, it's not connected to those previous films. And so it doesn't carry like any baggage. It, it kind of, it, it's basically like a one-off superhero film. And so I kind of went in this blind. I, I did very little research and I kind of wanted to watch the film at face value. Um, I wanted to go and support this film, because I'm a big fan of Sholo's work on Cobra Kai. Um, also, if you guys are interested, I did an interview uh, with Sholo back in 2020. Uh, I will provide the link in the show notes if that's something um, you want to check out. Uh, it's it's on the audio podcast and also on, um, if you want to watch video, it's also on our YouTube channel, uh, at Cobra Kai Companion, of course. Um, the aesthetics of this film, it it, it seemed uh, very familiar uh i did read somewhere that a lot of the filming was done mainly uh at location and with heavy use of practical effects uh such as the ble- the blue beetle suit director and uh felt that the use of real life locations allowed for the practical effects to be better integrated into the movie um yeah it just it, it looks it looks really good it kind of hits the beats of an origin story but it kind of abbreviates some of the moments and I kind of appreciate that in the writing because we we've seen a number of these movies before and I felt that they weren't relying on heavy exposition and dialogue uh to kind of give us like backstory. We do get backstories on some of these characters and we learn to um we learn about them a little bit kind of throughout the film, but I appreciate that they didn't give us you know all of those stories early on. We we're, we're about 30 minutes into the film when Jaime kinda learns how to become the Blue Beetle. So I'm trying to like tiptoe around details because I want to save that for the spoiler part in the event um, you know, you guys haven't seen the film yet. In terms of the tone, I felt that this had a really good balance uh with uh action, uh comedy. The the comedy I, I found that there was a lot of levity for some of the heavier sequences in the film. And again, I'll kind of touch on those a little bit in the, uh, the in the spoiler section um, of this review. But I thought everybody committed. And this v- very much was like a family film in a sense that they included the Reyes family. Um, that's something that we haven't really quite seen before in a superhero film, where it is mainly the the lead in you know the, the role of the superhero uh, this one did incorporate um Jaime's family because he is uh, in his early 20s um this this film also takes place in a fictional ver- uh fictional city called Pamera City which is like their version of like you know your Gotham and your um Smallville and Metropolis and, and things of this nature what I do like about it is that it gives its its own world and that they don't really inhabit uh, another superhero city right so it's so blue beetle uh, belongs to uh, Palmera City so um, that's something that we uh, kind of get in this film uh, and most of it uh, did film in Atlanta uh, El Paso Texas and they also filmed in Puerto Rico and I think I think that was it in terms of the location, but um, kind of kind of back to the family unit for a little bit. Uh, I think everybody in the Reyes family shine. Uh, they have their moments. I kind of saw some early non-spoiler uh, tweets. You know, people kind of mentioning. Um, that it's heartwarming and, you know, they used other uh, language as well, which I don't want to use now because I feel like it'll kind of give it away. Um, I I do review movies as well, along with uh, some some television shows. And so with that in mind, early on, we get a, not necessarily a throwaway line, but, but it's one of those lines that when it was introduced, I said, oh, a bookmark in that because that's going to come back. And it did. And so it was one of those that I kind of kept in my mind. So I knew that at some point that um, something would happen. And I'll kind of leave it at that for now. But the movie did keep me on the edge of my seat. Like I felt this was a very well paced two hours. And I think again it comes to the writing. I, I felt like um the writer here, I didn't I didn't give him his uh, credit here, um, uh, but it is written by Gareth Dunnett. My apologies, Alcoser. I I should look that up. Um but I'm not familiar with this gentleman, but I do know that he penned the uh, remake Miss Bala, um starring Gina Rodriguez, I believe it was so, so this is another person that I'm not familiar with, which is which is great. I I like it when it's it's new people involved with the film, uh, and again with no connections because there might be a little bit a little bit of baggage, and I don't think it's fair to that individual. So a lot of these people, um, a lot of them are are new to me. Uh, really, the only ones that I'm familiar with was Sholo and, and George Lopez, um, who was kind of a I don't want to say he's a surprise because he's funny. Like, I I, I love his stand-up and, you know, I watched, uh, you know, a good amount of his episodes uh, on his uh, television show. And I expect—honestly, I I thought he was a dad. Uh, Again, I saw very little of the content that came out. I didn't watch any of the interviews. I I saw maybe, you know, the teaser trailer and also then maybe the first trailer. Um, I didn't get a sense of who he was in relation to Jaime, uh, George's character Rudy. So we do find out that he's the uncle, and he's he's amazing. He's super hilarious, provides a lot of comedy. Again, some some levity comes from his character, which I do appreciate. Uh, he kind of serves as you know your your Alfred, right, to kind of give you guys a a um, you know someone to compare him with, and um, I mean. He's, Uh, relationship with his sister. I also uh, enjoyed that. Uh, Again, that's uh, Milagro. Um, I just thought that it was going to be something where she's kind of that sister that's annoyed uh, by her older brother, but she very much adores him. And uh, I believe there are Maybe closer in age in terms of their character, um, and so you don't really have that like sibling rivalry I feel uh, they are definitely different in their own right though uh, in terms of um you know the actors portraying those characters um, Runa Margazzini I believe that that's I, I you guys I tried looking up like an interview with each of the actors tried to get the pronunciations correct but um uh, also somebody new to me she is brazilian which is also something that's dropped in in the movie where Jenny uh Jenny's character is also brazilian and so so that's true to the actress herself um also a a child star uh veteran um, actress in television and film in her own right. Uh, she she is um, the, the love interest, and immediately we kind of see the dynamic between her and her auntie, uh, played by Susan Sarandon again, Victoria. Um, so yeah, you kind of get their dynamic very early on, and you immediately understand that Jenny is very much against her aunt and, and what she... Uh, is, is trying to do with the company. She does find out some more things later on. But um, I think when you go into this movie, you immediately peg Susan Sarandon to be the quote-unquote antagonist. Um, in a lot of superhero movies, especially the origin ones, when the lead learns you know, how to use their powers and what they are actually capable of, uh, they have, you know, kind of a learning curve, and I think that's no different from Jaime as well. Um, the very first time he dons the suit, um, I think that they give us just enough in that sequence to to kind of expedite his learning curve, if that makes sense. Um, there are some things that he's still going to learn along the way, but we do find that the scarab that uh, that does pick him to be the host. Um, we we find out that it's alien, which is kind of um, a very common thing in the superhero world, right? Like uh, uh, Superman is is alien, and uh, which also, by the way, in kind of just looking up a little bit, oh. If I didn't say this already, you guys, I'm not a comic book guy, so I don't know the references and the comparisons to the comic book. So all of my thoughts are solely based off of the the, the film. But the little bit that I did look up on the character of, of Jaime Reyes, um, he is the third uh, Blue Beetle. And there's a couple others before him, which I won't get into right now because they may be spoiler. The music um, I thought was very subtle, but there was a lot of synth. And so that kind of took me back a little bit, you know, to like the 80s, early 90s, uh, which also, by the way, there's definitely some nods to um, some relics back from the late 80s or early 90s. Uh, I don't think it's, you know, it's spoiler, but I won't say exactly what it is. But we do see something from a video game that is used as a weapon. Um, I don't think it's supposed to be what we know it as. I, it might be, I don't know, a bit of an Easter egg. But they use uh, something that um, a Blue Beetle uses as, as a weapon himself, which is actually kind of cool. And a, nod, you know, a, a nice wink to those that kind of grew up with an accessory. You know, let's call it that. Um, Yeah, I I don't know how this is going to tie into the future things, obviously, because uh, James Gunn is working on the uh, Superman legacy, and so very little known is um, um, about that right now. But I kind of tweeted out earlier today that I thought everyone committed, and... Um, I thought the the writing was really good and the direction was really good. Uh, there was some um, blocking that really stood out to me that I felt uh, kind of accentuated certain sequences. And again, I'll kind of talk about that in the spoiler section. But I was very surprised of uh, like 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 how polished this film was. Like the editing was really good. I I really. I really felt like I was watching a film made by people. I mean, everybody has been in the industry for a very long time. They're all very well experienced. But again, I kind of went in blind, so I didn't know what I was kind of getting into and didn't know who exactly was all involved. And um, again, uh, Jaime's Grandmother and mother, both actresses, are also directors, you know, so uh, so they all have, like, an understanding of how everything works, right? So not a lot of newcomers except for uh, um, uh, Belisa, Belisa, who plays his sister. Uh, everybody else has, like, been around uh, for a long time. Also, uh, just not too long ago, it was announced that Becky G would be providing, be providing the voice of Kaji, who serves as his... Um, kind of um blanking on the name Tony Stark's um Jarvis you know so so it's kind of like that uh it's modulated obviously sounds robotic and um you know when he's inside the suit inside the helmet it's a lot of like alien characteristics too so they stay true to that origin of the scarab so I do appreciate that that they didn't um make it so that way like Jaime can actually read it uh so so I know that I did see a clip of Becky G uh, kind of discussing about her, um, you know, getting the role of the voice of Kaji. And so I completely forgot that that it was her. And so uh, they, uh, I don't think they were like trying to like purposely disguise it or anything like that. But um, it didn't stick out to me and it didn't uh, distract me from the film. Um, so I, I think, I think I'm, I've said all I kind of want to say terms of the non-spoiler review, uh, but you know, in terms of, of recommendation, I do highly recommend this film. Um, I am a a son of uh, immigrants, and so I can relate to the story as well. Um, you know, Jaime also uh, being a, being a son of immigrants, uh, even though it is a, f- a film with mostly uh, Latinx uh, cast, um, there are definitely some parts of the film that felt a little close to home. I'm not gonna lie. So uh the the other thing is um I probably teared up like two or three times um so I was really invested uh in this film uh go see it it uh i just i really enjoyed the movie going experience and the the sound effects really come through and um yeah i was I was really uh, engaged and invested uh, a lot of great visual effects and uh, great stunt work um that's that's all I can really say about it. Uh, okay, at this point, I will go ahead and play a clip uh, that will give you guys a chance to pause this review and uh, go see the movie before you come back and uh, listen to the rest of my review in details. Um, and if you've seen the film, go ahead and wait until after this clip. Hi, my name is Jaime. Jaime, Jaime, guard that with your life, but do not open it. <laughs> It's some kind of world destroying weapon. What, what happened? Uh, Where did you go? I'm a, I don't know. Sorry, I, I flew into orbit? I think I cut a bus in half. I didn't ask for any of this. Oh, I forgot how bad it looks. The scarab chose you. It belongs to me. That love you feel for your family, that makes you weak. You're wrong. My family. That's what makes me strong. Oh, yeah! All right, you guys. I am back. Um. All right, where to start? So I haven't done one of these like solo reviews in a really long time, but um, I had a really good time. That after the film, I just decided. I I'll just go ahead and do a solo review. I was trying to find some people to come on um to have like a, a better discussion. I don't know if that this comes out. Uh, I'm gonna be all over the place. Okay, so please bear with me. I mentioned that George Lopez's character uh, Uncle Rudy. He's uh, like an Alfred. Uh, he's very tech savvy, uh, very hilarious, and. Um. Again, it's just uh, s- something that was definitely appreciated because there were some heavy moments where I did find myself tearing up, and then we'll have like Uncle Rudy, um, you know, breaking with some levity and like bust a joke, and we'll make you know make. Uh, I went with uh, a coworker, and we both just we couldn't stop laughing. Um, I will jump to the end where uh, Jenny, you know, gives Rudy like the new car or the new truck, rather, and he's like. He says something to the effect, like, blue, wow, you know, very on the nose. Um, you know, he doesn't love it immediately. So, like, something like that, you know. Uh, at that point wasn't, like, levity during, like, a heavy scene. But that's what I'm talking about. You know, it could be something heavy. And then, like, Uncle Rudy uh, will will have some sort of joke that will uh, really hit. Um, the, the the scene that really got me is actually when the Reyes family uh, gets incarcerated and, you know, with everything that has been going on in the country for the last few years, like I couldn't help but think about like ice, you know, and um uh, you know just that organization breaking up families and something they did differently uh, in this film, I've seen it in other films, but it's just a little bit different um differently portrayed here is when these um you know soldiers for lack of a better word, you know that worked for um Victoria. When they go in and capture the Reyes family, I think it happens at least a couple different times. But when they're like clearing the house and you hear a number of them speak, um, and you know, it's kind of a reminder that they are human as well. You know, other human beings are capturing this family and breaking them up, you know, at, at um, by all means necessary. and. Sometimes I feel like in other films, um, you know, I don't want to call them like lesser films or anything like that. Like when we don't hear them talk, it almost just kind of seems like they're like mindless soldiers, you know, that that they have no humanity, that they're robotic in, in, in some senses. But um, to hear these people speak and say clear, you know, it, it felt very materialistic and it just felt real. I also served, like, 10 years in the Army, so, like, just hearing that stuff, it, it kind of took me back, like, these are real soldiers, and so that's just kind of uh, what I was feeling in the moment, um, but the the, the, the what, what really killed me, uh, and again, I kind of mentioned this in the non-spoiler review, that um, something was kind of telegraphed pretty early on, you know, when uh, Jaime comes back of uh, home from college, and, you know, he's talking to the family, and um, I believe it was his sister that mentions that, you know, the father had some— um, Minor medical issues, and you know, they kind of talk about like, uh, I believe it was a heart attack that he had. And in my mind, I go, Uh oh, he's gonna die. (laughs) And so that that was kind of lingering in the back of my mind for some time. And so, when the soldiers show up at the Reyes uh, family, you know, at their home, and they're all outside, you know, basically with their hands up, uh, I kind of mentioned the blocking, you know, I, you know, the the father, Alberto, you know, he is, you know, I I believe there he's kneeled down. You know, on the ground in front of his family, and I feel that really stuck out, and I think that says a lot about his character. You know, um, probably that he has gone so much, and not not necessarily just uh, Alberto uh, as a character himself, but the entire Reyes family. You know, they they really take care of their own, and that's not something we see so much. Like um, often it's like the superhero who is going through some stuff and they have to hide their identity to protect their family. Well, this movie says, no, screw that. Uh, the, the, the the entire family is going to learn along with Jaime himself. And this is kind of like the repercussions of that, like them knowing things. But even if they didn't know things, Victoria went straight to the family because she has the means, you know, to figure out who this boy is, where does his family live. So... I th- I appreciate that because that was kind of different. Like, you know, we don't have to go by that rule. Like, no, you, you don't have to hide your identity to protect the ones you love. Because sometimes shit happens and it's going to happen regardless of what you do. Um, so that was kind of like a different take on it. And uh, again, like this kind of focuses on the Reyes family a little bit more. So um, Nana, uh, Nana, we... Don't know too much about her until like towards the end when we find out that she, I guess she was part of like some revolution. Um, and you know, like, uh, the, the kids obviously didn't know very much about her past, but she wields the gun like no other, and so, um, that was uh, obviously different and very well, uh, very welcomed. Uh, yeah, everyone was just capable and badasses in their own right, and at the end of the day, they just want to save their, you know, their own family. And so, uh, again, very much appreciated uh, the family d- dynamic that unit. We we don't see something like that very often, and so like this being a different culture, um, I think that was really cool to kind of see see them all in it together, uh, so to speak. So, um, yeah, when Alberto, uh, you know, dies right there, that just that just killed me. I myself am, you know, I I mentioned I'm a son of an immigrant, so I kind of understand the hardship that they had to go through to come from another country and to work these um, uh, you know, difficult jobs to to kind of put food on the table and a roof over our heads and and things of that nature. Uh, th- we also find out that like they had their own family uh, or family about they had their own business uh, that was you know they they were forced to shut down. So this kind of does force Jaime to um you know uh, want 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 to work, which also I believe believe he went to school at like gotham law or something i I couldn't really read the t-shirt i know he's like wearing a hoodie in one scene um so there's some ties to to gotham there um but yeah that i i kind of appreciated like the uh, abbreviated version of introducing jenny and victoria and connecting jaime to to that to that duo and victoria ultimately firing jaime uh, and his sister um for for I guess using the uh the non service uh restroom which okay. But um Susan Sarandon as Victoria, like she was fine. Uh I don't know if that was um any sort of uh stunt casting to have someone like a Susan Sarandon to come in and, and be the villain because that's not something we're used to. Um I don't know if I loved that character. Not Susan Sarandon as a casting, but that character. Uh I do understand her, her motives which um she uh, feels that she was kind of the rightful uh, heir to to this company. Uh, a lot of the, the tech uh, she credits as, you know, kind of being hers. And she's trying to uh, rectify like, the trajectory of, I guess, where Ted was taking it and having it go back to um, kind of building like weapons. Because the Scarab also can cause some pretty serious damage, uh, some stuff that we uh, kind of learn along the way. Um, one of the other antagonists I, I haven't spoke very much about uh, again, kind of played by uh, Mister Raúl here. Um, they, they kind of give us some glimpses uh, a little bit later on, more so in the like the third act, where after Jaime has been um, incarcerated and he's he's locked up, and there's things that Victoria says that makes um, uh, Raúl's character. I'm kind of forgetting the the character's name here, Ignacio. Um, you know Ignacio kind of looks over a few times, and so at that point i I kind of figured that Ignacio would turn and But what I did not expect is to kind of get to his backstory and 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 empathize. You know, with him as as a young boy who lost his mother and was trained to be a soldier at a very young age, and so, um, I th- that so that was actually something different. I, I thought that this was going to be something where Susan Sarandon's character Victoria, I, I I thought that I don't know if anybody else kind of saw it. Maybe it was just me, but I thought there might have been like a slightly love story. Um, but at the end, it kind of comes off as more as Victoria was just more uh, manipulative, you know, to to this character, but. I thought the, the writing, there there was uh, some really good callbacks. You know, there's the, the line, gosh, I forgot what Victoria says, but then, like, um, Ignacio, he kind of uses back to her, basically about, like, sacrificing, some, you know, somebody for the, the greater good. So that kind of comes back to bite her in the ass. But, um, yeah, I just thought the characters were all very likable. Uh, Doctor Sanchez, I think that was also kind of telegraphed early on, where where Victoria keeps calling him the wrong name and and so you know that kind of lets it, lets it fire up his ass and uh, he helps uh, uh Jamie kind of escape a little bit later on i don't think i spoke enough about um jenny's character but one of the things that we do learn is that her father ted well her mother passed away when she was six and i think it's around she, when she was 8 i believe her father disappeared and so we find out in the mid credit scene that he's actually indeed still alive which also he, there, there there's like a uh a bat cave like uh, underground area for for blue beetle and that's where we find out that there were two other blue beetles before um ted being one of them which is also interesting that he had to build i don't know if he had to but he built all these other tech in order to become the blue beetle. The scarab chose Jaime and he became the blue beetle. So that's something I feel unless I missed it, um, was not completely fleshed out or unless that's something that they're kinda uh holding on to for a possible sequel. That why why did the scarab choose Jaime? So that's something that I was a little unclear about, but again, that's something that I just might have missed. But with Jenny, I do love what they wrote about about her character and how she doesn't have a family unit like Jaime does. And early on, after Jaime gets captured, you kind of see like the disdain look in Milagro's face. That you know, obviously they kind of blame her for for everything that's happened. You know, she is the reason uh, that Jaime became Blue Beetle, and obviously her aunt is the one that um, that kind of ruin their family, kind of, you know, I'm going to use that term lightly, uh, but then also captures Jaime. But then later on, I'm kind of forgetting when it happens exactly, but it's when the entire Reyes family embrace, you see Jenny off to the side, you know, kind of feeling like an outsider, but they welcome her as well. And I felt that moment right there really earned it. And just another moment that that I teared up. Um, I think... I think that's really um, all of my thoughts. I, I wish I had taken some more notes down because I know there was a few different beats uh, I wanted to hit um, in, in terms of giving my thoughts, but I just thought that I would do kind of a mini solo review uh, to kind of uh, just just give my thoughts for those that do follow me on my um, Cobra Kai coverage and wanted to hear what I thought about this film um, with Sholo in it. They do uh, kind of leave it open at the very end, and I do appreciate... How the Reyes family, you know, their house was destroyed, and you can see the community coming in, coming in at the end to to kind of help them get back on their feet. Also with the help of Jenny, who is now uh, seemingly in charge of Cord uh, Industries or I- Enterprises. Um, I'm not seeing it, but Ward, right the the company. Uh, so that's gonna do it right there. Um, if you guys have thoughts or want to correct anything I said, you can find me on Twitter at Cobra Kai Pod. Uh, I'm also on Instagram at Cobra Kai Companion. Companion is spelled with a K. Uh, I do cover Cobra Kai, as I mentioned, and I also cover another television show called Twisted Metal. Uh, You can find me on Instagram at Twisted Metal Pod, and on Twitter as well. I guess guess it's called X now. But I want to thank you guys for checking out my review of blue beetle and if you haven't watched the film and decided to listen to this anyway i want to thank you but also thank you for listening to this episode and supporting what i do here so till the next episode i'll catch you guys next time Thank you, by the way, That's for amazing. your fandom. You're, dude, you've dude, been great, man. You it, Everything you know. is, you've been along for the ride the whole time. You've been cheering us on. You're, you're, you really get into it. You get the fans engaged. So great. you being here is, is, is important, and we really, really appreciate you, man. Thank you. Keep up the good work. This has been a production of the Companion Network.